research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Welcome back to our mini-series on biases in research. In our previous episodes, we talk about the subcategory biases on the side of the respondent, and we talk about five different biases. Today we start scratching on the surface of the next category, which is the research bias, so the bias which systematically appears on the side of a researcher. There are several biases, there are many biases you can find on the side of the researcher, and we are going to mention only some of them. Today we talk about a very specific bias, which is called the confirmation bias. And a confirmation bias appears if a researcher formulates his or her hypothesis based on his or her belief and uses information to confirm that belief. Unfortunately, that is one of the biggest biases for young researchers, and by every second PhD student I found this bias. Many students who write their thesis can be bachelor thesis, master thesis. I think most dangerously is the, the doctoral thesis because you will publish your results and they will become part of the common science. Is that people go to this procedure with something in mind. And I know students who were sure that happiness at the workplace always helps. I know those who think that meditation always helps. So this always is really the wrong approach. It means you come to the research field with something in mind and then try to support it. And actually what you have to do if you conduct research, you have to try to reject it. But unfortunately, many people, many young researchers, they have something in mind and they start working on it and they forget about asking the questions which could have rejected the main hypothesis and could have shown that maybe they were wrong. And this is the biggest issue by the confirmation bias. You have something in mind and you don't really know that you have it in mind. You believe in it and probably as you may believe that diversity is always good. Or you may believe that diversity is always bad. Whatever you have in mind, if you have this always, it is a belief. Actually, you have to be open and it can happen that the gender diversity may be good in specific conditions, may be bad in specific conditions. Meditation can help under specific conditions, but can bring some harm. Maybe. We don't know it. We have to test it. And the same with the happiness psychology. Happy people in the workplace, we assume it is good for the work, but it can happen that it is not. And I'm going to give you an example from my research. In my dissertation, I investigated impact of different emotions, positive and negative emotions, on the capabilities of managers to handle change. It appeared from my research that positive emotions are bad for the capability of manager to sense different threats and opportunities. I can understand why it is the case. I can understand that if you are happy with what you have, then you are not interested in, for example, looking for new opportunities. And indeed, so it means that even the good feelings, the positive emotions may be bad for managerial capability to make timely and market-oriented decisions. And my says it can happen that negative emotions are good for something. So it can really happen that those who are afraid, they really look for new sources of information about the situation. They would like to know more about the situation they are afraid of. So fear might be a much better emotion if you 
want your manager to notice threats that they know what happened and so on. There is no black and white in science. You really have to make investigation. You have to be open. Unfortunately, the confirmation bias is one of those biases most researchers and me too are prone to. When I made my research, I was even afraid that the positive emotions will always be good and negative always be bad. Luckily, I found that the positive emotions are good for something specific and negative emotions are good for something specific and vice versa. Positive emotions may be bad for something and negative emotions may be bad for something. If you are open, you can find a lot of interesting things. At least if you don't know that you have it, try always to reject your hypothesis. Don't try to support it. Supporting is easy. Try to reject it. And if you cannot reject it, then maybe you're right and it is not a confirmation bias. The confirmation bias is not only your attitude. It has impact on the way you formulate your questions. Those who would like to support something, they also formulate questions which are supporting and they forget about questions which should or could reject the hypothesis. Next time you develop your experiment or next time you develop your questionnaire, think about how you can design it in a way that it rejects your main hypothesis. And then you will be sure that everything is right and you don't suffer from the confirmation bias. Good luck with your research. Wish you all the best. Bye-bye.